0: Movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John Degorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King. The list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on, on the road and everything, and you want an audiobook, and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as Guided Meditation Programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have finishing. If you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately Hello, movie. And for today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about me being stupid right now because I have the Loki banner. Okay, Okay. so once again, let's start this over again. Uh, I'm John DeGorio from Movie Loves Unite. With me, I have my friend Charlie Whitman. With me, say hello to everybody. And I have Dacia with me. Say hello. And today, tonight is Loki. This is season one, episode three of Loki. The first two episodes started off with a great big huge home run for me. I thought it was the first two uh, episodes were fantastic. I was expecting the same type of height with this one. With this one, it felt more like a filler episode and stuff like that. There was not that much stuff for me to actually go in to dissect that much and things like that, but it was an okay episode. wasn't the best episode, but They go into the uh, TSA uh, thing with the whole entire organization and stuff like that, which is something that I really liked, where you wind up having Lady Loki and and, uh, Loki himself having this buddy cop kind of vibe and everything going on the moon. And also, too, the reason why they're even on the moon in the first place is because of the fact that they winded up breaking uh, this whole entire... Transp- uh, this transporter to bring them onto the moon and now it's up to them to go ahead and char- try and find a way to charge the uh, the transporter but then the transporter is actually broken but the reason why I say this is actually a filler episode and stuff like that is because of the fact they don't really give us a lot to actually do with this show to actually dissect it and, once, and here's the thing I loved the whole entire thing where Lady Loki is actually explaining where the organization actually came from and things like that, and they, they used to be normal people before they actually signed on with the organization. I really like that aspect to it, because now it makes us think, okay, is Owen Wilson's character an actual person, or was it actually something that he caused himself to be, maybe he's actually doing the same thing Loki's doing. Maybe he ended up causing something, some type of ripple effect in his timeline to where now he has to go ahead and do time for what he did and that's why maybe he might be able to relate to Loki in a certain way. But that's just me thinking outside the box a little bit. But it's also fascinating to know that maybe some that these people are um, for once normal human beings. And I also liked how Lady Loki was able to go into people's minds and stuff like that and think of a different memory for them and things like that when they're, she's controlling them. And it actually shows you what's going on in their minds. Something That's that's something that I always wondered about. What happens when they're being controlled and what memories they're actually going through whenever they're not themselves. So that was something that I really enjoyed. What about y'all, though? So uh, Well, Daisy, you can go ahead. Oh, okay.
1: Um, I thought this episode, it was a filler one. I agree with you on that. But it was interesting to me because I did like the way Loki and Lady Loki were bonding, especially on the train. Um, I thought it was funny. She was trying to hex him or something with a charm um, spell. And he was like, are you serious? You're trying to charm me with magic. (laughs) You know, that was kind of funny. Um, But, yeah, that aspect I found interesting. I was a bit surprised when she said their variants, too. Which you know, John, that's a that's a good theory because I was thinking I'm like, so they were they were prisoners, like Loki is a prisoner or something. Right. So I guess they're on some kind of like you said, this is how they're serving out their sentence. I guess I don't know, but right. um, that would be interesting when Loki gets back into the TVA, which we all know him and Lady Loki are going to find a way back in there, and um. So that was interesting. The first, the, when it first started, I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. I thought it was a flashback for Lady Loki. But eventually they explained that, no, he she was getting in this woman's head to the time before she was actually with the TVA. So, you know, I like that part of it too. So, because I think something about this, those people being variants is gonna be really important. Especially once we discover whoever the timekeepers are. And I'm hoping the timekeepers are not like the wizard of Oz, just like some little kid, some little dude
0: behind a curtain. <laughs> I hope not. I really don't want to see like a wizard of oz uh Copycat no, version no. or anything like that. No. If I want something bigger than that, you know.
1: Yeah, this is right. Marvel. I don't. I don't want that. That. That was. You know, yeah. the Wizard of Oz always go left when when that dude show up. I'm like, man, the magic gone. I just see some little man. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're doing the Wizard of Oz. Right <laughs> okay, Charlie. <laughs> um. I agree with you, John.
2: I think this definitely was filler. I loved. I actually liked the first two episodes because I went in thinking like the show was weird. I was kind of intrigued. First two episodes were good, were entertaining. Like like the like this the, the idea of the whole TVA. Um, and yeah, this episode kind of started out kind of cool where she's beating up and and killing the office like TVA. That was cool. And then when they go to this planet. And that thing just dropped off for me. It just felt like the quality wasn't good. It was just Mm -hmm. like you've got six episodes and you decided to do a filler. It's not smart. Like, I mean, for a show of this, there's a lot of like a lot of important fact. And the only interesting thing out of this whole thing was realizing that the TVA agents weren't really Mm -hmm. their real people and about what their variants and stuff. I'm wondering if it's scrolls. Um,
0: Mm. Or it could actually be the Eternals being jived into the internal stuff a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong; I like the Scrolls idea, but at this point, I would like to see something more from the Eternal side because we saw the Scrolls before, and the Scroll uh, Scrolls is actually coming. Well, not the Scrolls, but the um,
2: Secret Invasion,
0: right? Secret Invasions is coming, so
2: that's it, not that's for years, so a little while, right? 10. Um, 10. right? i I've, I mean, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. It's yeah. okay. Um, I, know.
2: I just think because there, we did see a scroll and they uh, get arrested by the TVA, and apparently there's um, an Easter like egg dev Peggy Carter in the TVA, um, of Agent Carter in the TVA, like that. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I got a bad feeling. I think the Eternals is going to end up really bad. It's going to be no action. It's going to be a melodrama in the MCU, and that's not what I want. Like, I uh, mean. Like, I got a bad feeling that that that's that's the way we're going with the Eternals, because it's like, sure, they showed the teaser didn't really interest me. And like, you got all these people, you got to have them somehow fight. I don't know. I think if they are doing something right or just doing something, but I just, I mean, if you, if Loki doesn't really seem to interact with the Eternals, cause they, I don't think the, the Eternals didn't care what happened with Thanos. You, like, they obviously didn't care. They didn't bother. If they were there, they didn't bother to help out the see the captain America as they could have saved Iron Man. They just stood there and watched. And it's like, come on. I mean, it's oh. like, <laughs>
0: Again, the TVA thing in the very first episode of uh Loki, he said that that stuff was supposed to happen. Yeah, so um, there was yeah. not supposed to be any inter- uh, interference with it. So that's understandable for coming from the TVA perspective. Yeah. Oh. I, I, on I just, that outlook. I just
2: think it would be a cop out if they do something with the Eternals because I don't think I don't think this like because if the Eternal if the Eternals that they weren't supposed to interact with the Avengers, they're like, well. Loki, we we don't need to interact with him too. I mean, it's just, well,
0: Loki's not really an Avenger though. He's an anti-hero slash. I so kind of in the same
2: realm though. That's the thing. I mean, because Loki was supposed to escape, so that was kind of like on the timeline-ish stuff. So I, I, I mean, gotcha. I don't know. I, I think I mean if every, I, like, like I said, I mean if you do the Eternals, what's the bigger picture with them? Because they're probably just gonna be a one movie off, and that's about it. It's a filler movie. I I think that's what the Eternals is going to be. And I think it doesn't really fit to the bigger picture here. Like we know black widow is going to fit to the bigger picture here because apparently the Julia Louise Dreyfus character was supposed to be like her first introduction to the MCU from Falcon winter soldier as Val. We're not supposed to call her that she was supposed to be, her first appearance was black widow. So there's going to be like, so there's going to be, there's continuality with that in terms of, a widow to the Falcon and winter soldier stuff. So there's some in there. The Eternals, I think is just a one-off movie to be honest. Like, I mean, and I think it's going to be a melodrama and that's not good. But, um, everything, uh, the other, like, like I said, the TVA stuff, that was interesting. I mean, the fight, the, the rest of the fight sequences, they just got kind of lame to be honest. And then the ending was kind of lame too. So it's right. just, Oh, yeah, that ending was lame. I mean, yeah. it's just like, I mean, yeah, it, to, like, it had great, it had some interesting moments, but overall, I think it was a lame episode. Like, it felt like, well,
1: Charlie, is it me? But it felt like they had borrowed the set from Buck Rogers or something at the very end. I mean, it looked like a Buck Rogers in the 21st century set, where the rocket blew up and all this other right. stuff. And I was just like, this is very 80s space.
0: <laughs> well, it had that Guardians of the Galaxy it kind bad. of flavor. It had that Guardians of the Galaxy kind of flavor to it, if you look mm. at the colors and the schemes of it a little no. bit. Well, no,
1: Guardians is better than that. I mean, right. this is
0: a
2: cheap. It was too purpley. It was too dark right.
1: to figure out what was going yeah, on. Here. and the graffiti. I mean, it just. I mean, yeah, it, it looked like Butt Rogers to me,
0: right? But well, let me think. Uh, but here's the thing: I didn't really care for that either, to be honest with you. I'm like, there's no way that they're going to get there in time before the no. rocket actually explodes or anything like that. Even with his magic and teleportation, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no way that he can do it. Now, yeah. going back to. What Charlie said about the fighting. I love the fighting aspects to it. I love the fighting yeah. between Lady Loki and Loki himself taking down yeah. the TBA and stuff like that. That was some stuff that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And then oh. yeah, yeah, and then they go into the teleport the teleport uh thing, and then all of a sudden they get onto the moon and it just goes into this dark apocalyptic type of feel to it to it, and which I didn't mind at first because I'm like, okay, this might actually go somewhere. So maybe once they get on the train, maybe we might actually see it moving a lot more. Mm-hmm. And then they get thrown off the train because the guy just looks at Loki and gives, gives him a bad vibe. And then next thing you know, it he gets thrown out the window of the train. And then yeah. before you know it, Lady Loki goes on ahead and jumps out the window behind <laughs> him because she needs him. Basically, if you if I was playing a video game right now, This would be a side mission. Yeah. We need to get, basically, the side mission would be, my (coughs) telephone had died, so (laughs) I need to get to a charging station so I can charge my cell phone up so I can call Uncle Ben. That's just an example. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's just how I feel. I feel like it was a side quest Mm. before we get into the main part of the game. And I didn't really want that. I didn't want like a side quest type of feel or anything like that mm-hmm. for a filler episode, especially going into the third episode. Now, if you're going to do it in the fourth mm-hmm. episode, I'm totally fine with it because you have two other episodes to counteract with yeah. it. doing it this early in the game is too early because we're too amped up for too excited because of the first two episodes mm-hmm. and the pacing of it. And then you're going to slow things down within the third episode. It's good to pace it. Three episodes, fast pace, and then slow it down with a filler episode in the fourth because you have mm-hmm. some time to cool down. This one, your speed, you're still in that adrenaline junkie type of feel, and then all of a sudden you're forced to actually slow down. And yeah. exactly like Charlie said, Charlie
1: yeah. Said. And then the whole moon aspect of it, it felt like Krypton when it was blowing up, or Superman <laughs> or something. And I just I think that's probably why you feel like this was a filler because it really felt like they were snatching like five different movies up in here, right? You know they snatched a little Krypton, they snatched a little Superman, and that's actually
0: know if you think, but if you think about Ladasia, think of it like this: this is the first time that they ever done something like this in the Marvel universe where yeah. they snatched things here, they snatched things there, and combined it together. Yeah. It's it's weird seeing Mar on the going in that kind of direction because we haven't seen it before done in the MCU kind of way and flavor. Now, here's the thing. We mentioned this earlier before we started the show, but you know how I mentioned the fact that, you know, at the very first episode, we actually know we actually got a little bit of the origin story with inside of the uh time travel the time traveling agency. Mm-hmm. And everything now, from someone that's on the outside looking in, we didn't get that origin story of someone else who used to work for them and telling us the real story of the of how what they actually do mm-hmm. because I'm having a feeling that there's some type of corruption or some type of yeah. thing going on within this organization that once was good and yeah. now it's being tumbled down by someone else that's a higher power than Owen Wilson. and Owen Wilson, to me just has that origin story in his head. It's kind of like what we pumped into our kid in kids' heads about certain mm-hmm. things that happened within history. Mm-hmm. And we believe that because we were told that. So that's what it sounds like to mm-hmm. me with Owen Wilson, in a sense.
1: And I don't trust that woman who seems like she's the middleman, the judge. Right. And she keeps telling Owen Wilson, the timekeepers are watching this closely. And I'm like, why does she need, why is she the interpreter of whatever they want? You know, Right. And I don't trust her with this and I think she's part of the process of pumping this timeline of this story into Owen Wilson's head.
0: Right. What about you Charlie? What are some of the things that I mentioned that you on how you feel about that?
2: Well, I mean, I don't know, there could be corruption and I'm not sure. Like, I mean, I think they're like I think there's a fine line between trying to cram stuff into a show, but I mean, I don't think they did. They've done it well. Like they're cramming too much stuff into the show. It's like the the opening, the the, the entrance logo is kind of like a kind of like a Zodiac killer thought, vibe to it, but it doesn't feel like that. The like the visuals just didn't look great, to be honest, on this one. And like, yeah, I mean, you, and LaDaisia, you mentioned the Krypton explosion, that looked visually cool. This looked too purpley blue. Mm-hmm. It looked like. Uh, Barney the Dinosaur I didn't get the purple I'm like (laughs) hard to see what was going on (laughs) I mean it it was like what was going on but I'm like and then technically they kind of did cram a bunch of stuff into MCU movie in terms of the two genres and that's the Winter Soldier the Winter Soldier packed in within a superhero movie a political thriller that was executed well yeah, this. It was. I have no idea what the hell is going on. It's mm-hmm. too too mischief, too all over the place. Right. And, and yeah. I, mean, I that fits for Loki. What I mean, I think if you're going to do this, you probably might want to draw it out, not just do six episodes. Maybe that's why they're doing the season two for this. I don't know. But there's just too little, there's too, li- like too much information and too little of a space to do it. And I think the first two episodes did it well. Like they kept it contained in like within the TVA, and then to a small location here or there. This one, you went to this whole other area, and then he, and then the constant annoyance of the two, the Loki and Lady Loki, bickering with each other. Geez, like it's like <laughs> It's annoying marriage. And like guys, just shut up and give us, yeah, some, give us some stub substance. It was annoying. Yeah, I
1: was over the like, arguing. Like it was yeah. annoying.
0: It oh, was I was bickering. over it. To be honest with you, it reminded me of Michelle Pfeiffer and George Clooney in One Fine Day, where they're just arguing all the time <laughs> and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this movie after 30 minutes, and I'm just fighting over and over again, mm. and it's just not going anywhere. But you know, the things that I did like on the other end, I did like the whole entire banner of the Marvel thing because it actually says because it actually fits in with Loki's colors, so it gives you the vibe of, hey, look, this is a Loki TV show and everything. So I definitely like that aspect. Uh, I thought that the thing on the train, I like whenever he's singing, he's drinking you know, and that. then he drinks and he goes another, which actually feels like an alien yeah. type of thing that um, yeah. or did in the very first Thor movie, yeah. which I was okay yeah. with it. Yeah. So those things were, was the things that I liked. I also like the singing because it also reminds me of a little bit of Lord of the Rings, which is not a surprise that they would actually incorporate mm-hmm. something like that because it's actually a fancy type of
1: TV yeah. show.
0: But other than that, though, I just didn't care for this episode as much as I wanted to, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of Billy Joel, Piano Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, okay, I want to hear how this reminded you of that song. <laughs>
1: oh, because of the lyrics, because Billy Joel is uh, in a bar. Okay. Sing us a song, yep.
0: Piano Man. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what it's going like Okay. This. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> At least Billy Joel had more range than this episode, though.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel got a little bit more
0: range than Hiddleston. That's a bit. Right. But still, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind hearing Hiddleston sing again, or dance. Oh, yeah, again. He, he sings but, really well. Yeah. Right, and then, of course, you know, I wish that they would have done something more with that guy that turned him in to the other... Uh, to the to the guards on the train, because remember that guy gives him an awkward look. Because oh he, yeah, yeah. I, because there should have been so much more to that. Yeah. Like, why did this guy give him an awkward eye? Why did he think that he didn't fit in? Other than the fact that he's no longer the guard in that. Whenever he had t- wound up um, shape shifting into that other guard or a different guard,
1: uh-huh. what was the
0: what was the actual vibe behind it? Was my thing.
1: And I, how could Lady Loki tell that people were giving him
0: odd looks? Well, the guy. it, it, yeah, but over it the was guy. just
1: one guy. It wasn't the rest of the no. people. It was just this one guy. And that's who she keyed on, which made me curious. Like, why does she key on this one guy?
0: It reminds me of a stage play at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're sitting down in the booth. They're eating and stuff like that and talking. And then while that's happening, you have another scene right here with these other extras. It kind of reminds you of a stage play. Yeah. And everything. Like, I'm watching this on Broadway kind of feel.
1: Yeah, or Chili's on a Friday night. And <laughs> yeah, he's performing one night. Yeah, I
0: know. One, one night only <laughs> down the street. I'd watch it. I'll go down to Chili's. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Let's, I want to include Charlie in this though. Uh, what were some of the aspects that you liked within this uh, sh- this episode?
2: Not much. I mean, like honestly, this wasn't a great, it was not a good. Episode. I mean, I've already t- kind of mentioned already. This right, movie. right. It was the interesting tidbit about the TVA being like being variance. That was interesting. Right. In the beginning fight scene in the beginning was kind of cool, but. The rest of it was just oh, bad. I mean, there's nothing right. positive to come from this. It's a filler. It oh, shouldn't, it, they should not have done this. And whoever got, like, yeah, great job, guys. So, five. No. Oh, no. And, oh. In the
1: back and, when, the and when, when they in threw him out the train. Train. This is what I wanted to see. I
0: wanted to see him rent.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. And when, he, when they threw him out the train, I'm like, this is so CGI. I, I can almost feel the soundstage Hiddleston was sitting. Was standing on it felt like all CGI,
0: right? Um, even that part where they go into this little uh house and everything to try and charge the teleport device before it gets broken that was forced. I'm like, okay, I get the fact that you're trying to be comical, it just does not work. No, No. I didn't even chuckle, like, I was like. I was like uh-huh. I didn't either. I didn't find it funny. You know. No, it wasn't even that humorous or anything like that. Uh-huh. So, you know, what in my world when I was trying to review the book of Saw spiral? <laughs> what in my world when I was trying to find things that I that I liked? And I'm like trying to scratch on the surface of what I liked. <laughs> it's like I can't do it, and I'm trying to find something positive. But how can I find something positive into something that I just don't like? I, <laughs> you know, I,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, beyond just seeing the interaction between Loki and Lady Loki and a few other things, it just the sets. I'm sorry, the sets were just distracting to me, they were bad. It was this purple color everywhere. The set at the end was just, I'm like, oh my god. Come on, y'all. This is Marvel. Y'all got to up y'all game on these
0: sets. Right. <laughs> but the reason why I said that it felt like Guardians of the Galaxy just a little bit is because of the purple. Because remember, yeah. because and, of the Infinity Stone. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that was the only thing that I felt mm-hmm. like that was kind of Marvelish was yeah. the was the purple and that was it. I, I can and wish they had grand guardians of the
1: galaxy set. If yeah. they could grab they set and did that, maybe it would have been better. And yeah, the rocket I mean, also seemed fake. It was. It, yeah, I mean this one would seem fake to seem cheap. Yeah. It, it def,
2: I mean it's like I mean the guardians, the purple that works because they actually yeah. had people that knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> this one what was going on? Like I mentioned earlier, it definitely looked like Barney the Dinosaur went to the bathroom over the set. what <laughs> it happened. Was, it, was like, it was too dark color, and it was hard to see what was going on. Let alone, I mean, then again, there's there's so much like filler in it. That was just so annoying. I'm like, all right, come on. The only positive, it was only like 36 minutes. That was the only positive because it was mm-hmm. short. Sure. We're not, we weren't getting 50, 50 minutes with four, like, 50, whatever. Again, I, I, I can't even determine how, how long this is before it was, uh, it was
0: actually a 46-minute show with uh, 30 minutes of them, or 15, 20 minutes of them just running towards the rocket.
2: It was actually only 40, <laughs> so it was 36 minutes. Well. This is only a 42-minute 40 40 episode. Is a this oh, basically. Seven, like, the first two episodes we got were in the 50-ish minutes. This one was 42 that was with credits take that out it's only 36 minutes of supposedly substance mm-hmm. which clearly there wasn't right yet and mm-hmm. then this is the shorter one you choose the the third episode it be the shorter one
1: come on now
0: exactly and i well, really
1: and i thought this episode they were going to be jumping together from me too disaster to disaster so I really thought they were going to stay on the purple planet for a minute. And then they were like, wait a minute. We got to go here. We got to go there. And when they stayed there and were like, we got to find a battery and it's broke. And I was just like, oh, my God, really?
0: To be <laughs> honest with you, I'd much rather have them been fighting and then fighting over the teleportation device and then jumping timelines. Mm. That's what I would have liked to see of different disasters that happen in each year. Yeah, and them fighting through it. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's what I would have liked to see. So you yeah, can be honest with you, because you got the comical aspect to it mm-hmm. mixed in with the action, and then the teleportation device does break, but it doesn't break in that whole entire purplish town. Yeah, or anything. It breaks somewhere else.
1: Yeah, and then they got to go there, and while they're fighting each other get I would have rather that than. What I saw, I mean, it right. just turned into some weird buddy mm-hmm. cop. And then when she did the whole screaming thing, I'm like, that is such female garbage. <laughs> I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, really? Are we going to have to do the oh my God, I'm frustrated? I got to scream. It's
0: so stereotypical. And I thought we were past that, to be honest with you, when it came down to women in acting. Well, I thought, look we, at, thought, look at the screen, they're all women. Right. This is a a heavily female produced show. Right. But what I'm saying is this, what movies and everything now in our culture, Mm. where women are supposed to be the standpoint and doing something and diversity at its best and you're doing something so 90s, so basic that now we're set back in time to where we once were because of that moment. Yes. Because she looked like a child. Right, it felt like she was a teenager throwing a tantrum.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, and uh, you know, it was so. It's so many women behind the scenes of this show that I'm surprised they were fine with that because that's a bad representation for women. I feel it Just really. Is. Thinking that that's all women do is when they're frustrated, they scream because. I know plenty of my friends, they do not scream whenever. No, friends. they want to whoop some ass. That's what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, or they're playing your demise. I mean, whatever right. one. Gonna do.
0: <laughs> right. But, anywho, with that being said, I think that was everything that we wanted to cover. I know this is a short episode. Think of this as our filler episode. I hope that we yeah. made you laugh a little bit. <laughs> I hope that we made you cry just like how they made you cry watching this, <laughs> like us made us cry watching this show. Yeah. But do us a favor. If you see this video right now, give us a like. Give us a share. Also too, write down your favorite moments if there is any favorite moments in this episode. Uh, tell us what you think about it in the comments below. I'll be glad to respond to any message, anything that you guys have. Another thing too is you can get an audio only uh, podcast episode wherever you guys get your podcast at. So This is what I need you guys to do. If you guys can, that's okay. If you guys can't, that's okay, too. Like I said, a simple share, a simple like goes a long way here. So this is what I want you guys to do. If you guys can, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie loves movielovesunite podcast and donate maybe 5 maybe $10 to the show. If you guys can't, I totally understand. That's okay with me. Another thing, too, is too, go on ahead, follow me on Facebook underneath Movie Lovers, TV Lovers United over there. Underneath it, the same brand name on Pinterest and also on Instagram as well. Then, of course, you guys can go on ahead, head over to the Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. You can go on ahead and tweet me out over there. Or you can follow me on on uh, Stereo as well at Movie Lovers Unit over there. And then, you know, another thing, too, I forgot to mention, go on ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And tell us what you think about our show. Let us know and everything about our Loki after show. Let let us know because that's actually how we climb through the ranking so other people can find us. So go on ahead, give us a rate ranking, tell us what you guys think. And then also too, I want to mention this. If you got a sponsor and would like to reach out to us, just go on ahead and email me at movieloversonight at gmail.com. Tomorrow night we have, Charlie with us and Sean with us at eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time. Doing our Rambo two first blood. Hopefully,
2: hopefully. Cross his fingers. <laughs> fingers okay.
0: Knock on wood. But <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but um, too, um, before that, if you guys in the comment section below, if you want, if you want me to rant on anything else, let me like, let us know, and then we yeah. might do a show of me yes. whatever subject to ranting. John uh, John obviously people. <laughs> well, no, that's like <laughs> if anything. Blame John for that one. i anyway. <laughs> I don't.
1: No. That's if why I'm going to invite Charlie to watch Hallmark movies with me. And then we're going to do a Hallmark rant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, if you want me to defend a movie, let me know that, too. Because there's definitely a movie. <laughs> I always, I, if you want me to defend the local Guru, I'm more than happy to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> although we may, be, Although Sean and I might be questioning why he would defend it. <laughs> But they will defend it. I still do. (laughs) To this day, you
2: still question me, yet I still defend it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So anyways,
0: guys. (laughs) uh, Then Friday uh, Friday at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, we're going to be doing our Too Fast, Too Furious review and everything. This is part of our Fast and the Furious franchise reviews that we've been doing. Are starting to do so. Oh. Go ahead, follow us. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Go out, do all that social media stuff. Also, too, always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And thank you, LaDacia, for joining us tonight. Thank you, Charlie, of course, always being being the co-pilot and everything and letting me aggravate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> keeps us in line.
0: <laughs> I'm your Pavel team. So with that, say, guys. And always until next time. Have a good night and bye bye. Bye, Australia. <laughs>